You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. We are so pumped to have a tag team from Bachelor Nation on the show today. (laughs) That's right. And you know how much us Bellas love The Bachelor. So honestly, we cannot wait to bring on this power duo. All right, here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bree, and this is the Bella's Podcast. All right, you guys. So today we have Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick on the podcast. And Bree, did you hear the announcement of her being on Dancing with Stars? I mean, do you think she could whoa, be Artem's? Whoa, 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 whoa. You know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So Nicole and I thought it was appropriate to open up with a drink called Double Trouble because there's a lot of double trouble on today's episode. And the drink has three ounces of acai juice blend, a half ounce of lemon juice, and then one and a half ounces of black cherry flavored soda. Yum, yum. Right? The other double trouble will be doing a lot of fun day drinking, which the Bellas wish they could do, but that's okay. We're (laughs) going to stick to our double trouble mocktail. That's right. Well, speaking of double trouble, I'm really excited because we have another double trouble duo that we are showcasing their interview today. We did an interview with these two in the beginning of quarantine. Which was so long ago. I mean, how long ago does that feel? (laughs) But the double trouble that we have on today is Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick. And I absolutely love this couple. They just, you know what it is, is when you meet a couple that just compliments each other so well, they're right. like yin and yang, like how we are, Brie. Well, and you Night know and day, I love it. Yeah, and it's crazy. We're excited for you guys to hear this interview because I felt like I could have talked to them forever. I mean, we all, remember we said we did a Zoom and we're like, we just didn't want to get off. I know. To be honest, we would be really screwed if we went to happy hour with them because I feel like happy hour would end up into a fun dinner that would end up going to the club that would end up all of us getting home like at 4 a.m. Right. Well, and 
like what Jason says later in the interview you'll hear, Caitlin and I were so much alike. I mean, she's like a third Bella. She could literally be a Bella triplet. So we would definitely cause triple trouble. I agree. And I feel like these two have a lot of like kind of connections to us. It's crazy because you guys are going to hear Jason talk about a story where he was at a WWE event in Seattle. And Nicole, if everyone remembers when Nikki Bella would rip off her shirt and show us her cleavage... Um, I was showing you my jersey <laughs> and she threw her shirt in the crowd and guess who caught it? Well, and I aimed it cause I remember this moment. Jason caught it by the way. Yeah. I remember this Seattle. I remember he was sitting front row and I didn't know that he was from the bachelorette, but he was just sitting right there, a handsome man. And I just chucked it straight at his face. I was wow. like, this is great. He caught it. All his friends. We're like, yeah. And so when he brought it up, I was like, oh my goodness. And I do remember after someone coming up to me and telling me who he was. And I'm like, oh, cool. But also the crazy thing is, so Jason has that connection with Nicole. And then now, how about Caitlin doing Dancing with the Stars? You know what? And I actually have to say, because usually they wait to do the full announcement for Dancing with the Stars on Good Morning America as a group. And I actually like how they announced her. I think it brings excitement around the show. I know... I'm really excited to have the show come back on air and I'm praying and hoping that Artem is a part of the cast again. How much, how cool would it be if him and Caitlin dance together? Oh, I'd love it. Because Artem, what I would love about it, why I think they make such a good duo is because she has such a similar personality to me. Artem would know how to handle her, but she would bring such amazing life out of Artem. And I think they could create magic on the dance floor. I agree. You know what would be weird? What? It'd be your first time you guys being together, you've seen him dance with someone else, right? Yeah. Wow. First Ooh, time. Ooh. Would you get a little jelly? I don't know. I'd be like, Jason, let's go sit together. Oh my gosh. Let's, That's actually... let's rate them one through 10. Well, this is my thing. Dancing with the stars. I mean, they're coming back, but they're probably not going to have an audience. Oh, you're right. Unless they do a social distancing audience, but that's a good question. I'm not sure. And will everyone have to wear masks? No, I mean, this is what I think. I mean, we know from filming Total Bellas, you have your bubble of crew and cast. COVID test. We all quarantine together. We all stay in our bubble. I'm sure that's what Dancing with the Stars is going to do. For me, I think it's very easy to keep everyone very safe in that because when you know, when I did it, we're only with each other the whole time. That's all you have time for is dancing. You don't do anything else. So it's going to be easy for them to quarantine and stay safe. I'm, You know what? Dancing with the Stars is probably going to have such incredible ratings this season, like one of their top seasons yet, because I feel like right now in the world, especially all of us being in quarantine and still on lockdown, we need like a new show that's fresh that we could get hooked onto every week. It's a competition show. We get a place in votes. Like, I think it's actually going to be incredible for dancing with the stars and just for the viewers, you know, the people at home, we need something like this. I agree. And we need Artem on there. Um, Artem better. (laughs) And and not just because he's my fiance, but when they made the announcement, if you went and looked at the Instagram, majority of the comments were like, bring Artem back. A lot were about Sharna, but majority was about Artem. And after seeing this past season, and I'm not not being biased, I got so many text messages about it, but people really missed his presence. And 
He's just an incredible dancer and he's always an incredible partner too. He truly knows how to showcase the celebrity. He's an incredible choreographer. Even when I danced with him, how much he cares about the choreography, but the storytelling. Um, So I'm praying and hoping that he's back this season. And even for him, like I just know how much he misses dancing and I know he would love to be back on the show. So it would be amazing to see him with Caitlin or some other woman and it would just be fun to experience it now as his fiance like because i've danced with him like ooh, would i get jealous would i not and honestly at this point i wanted to get it so bad that i feel like i wouldn't i would be like just (laughs) i'd be turned on i want to see my man dance again i love it funny need to see his hips move and roll all right, Bell Army, you know what to do. Get out there on social media and say, bring Artem back. Yes. We need him. You guys did it with Give Divas a Chance. Let's do hashtag Give Artem a Chance. Give Artem a Chance. Oh <laughs> right gosh. at a Dancing with the Stars. And before we play the interview, I also have to say, I mean, you know, Caitlin and Jason right now are so impressive. So we have Caitlin. She just dropped a single, by the way, I that know. hit top of the charts on iTunes. Which, by the way, I She's didn't realize how good she was. Incredible Beautiful singer. Beautiful voice. She has a scrunchy line out. And now Jason's on the cover of Entrepreneur. And you know what? I think it's really cool because, you know, he's comes from the stock market. But he started a consulting agency and he's just really helping people to restart, reset. Love that. Just they're geniuses. So I think you all are going to be very excited for this interview. We are excited. Yeah. So here, you guys, the new power couple. Wow. They're a power couple now. They're a power couple. Power couple. All right, you guys, here's our interview with Caitlin and Jason. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, 
You can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve 
as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee while we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. This conversation originally aired on Caitlin's Off the Vine podcast. From like childhood to career and especially like part of your career being together as two. And was there any one of you that in particular usually was like the first one to do something? And was that a competition amongst you two? Like first one to be pregnant, first one to do X, Y, and Z? You know, it's actually crazy because I feel like we played competitive soccer when we were younger. And I was really into ballet and Nicole started to play soccer and she was on this competitive team and she kind of pulled me into it. And from that day on fifth grade till we were seniors in high school, soccer was everything. I pulled her into the wrestling ring. It was like she wanted to continue to play soccer and she wanted to play pro ball in Italy. And then it was weird because I was like, listen, I think we're made to be WWE superstars. Like I love the that. girls, like they storytell, but at the same time they're beating each other up. It's exactly what we do our whole lives. We lip sync to the Spice Girls and we beat each other up. That's true. And so um, <laughs> it was weird. So I dragged her into that. And then when it got to business, it's weird because we definitely noticed in business, her strengths are my weaknesses. My my strengths are her weaknesses. But we always do drag each other into different we things. We do. And, you know, Brie and I, we never really competed against each other. We always were each other's number one cheerleader. But when someone did get stuff, like when I'd always get MVP or first team All-State and she gets second team All-State. Okay, by the way. We would like to rub it into each other. I got first team, too. No, she, yeah. I mean, we... See, no defense got all the credit. No. no, we did not. Offense got all the credit. I was center mid. I got zero credit. But yet I was there for defense and I was there for offense. Well, yeah. Shitty positions. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. I could just listen to this the whole podcast. I'm like, you two just go do your thing. But so I feel yeah? like we should have been WWE wrestlers because you guys sound like us. Yeah, go back and forth. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. do. I agree with that. I hey, think so it's weird. They, it's they definitely... Being an identical twin and when you have a relationship like us, it's definitely like this 36-year marriage that you can't live without each other and times you can't live with each other. But you find a way to be with each other every day and break your way through it. It's exactly who right. we are. The one thing Brian's trying to tell Artem right now is, um, listen, when you marry a twin, you're marrying two people. Like, Nicole came with Brie, and you're going to marry Nicole, and Brie's going to come into the marriage. Like, you just got to gotta know it. I dated yeah. a twin. I know how they work. <laughs> is that yeah. how it goes? Yeah. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. That's why it didn't work out for me, because of the twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm interested, Brie, so you got Nikki into WWE, and I think it's important, like, when I've seen your career track, it wasn't a snap of the fingers. Like, you guys, I mean, you moved to LA. It's my understanding you started working at Hooters, then you got into the cocktail business, then you you worked with Budweiser for the World Cup. So what was that grind like kind of to the top and getting into WWE? You know, it was crazy because when I graduated college and it's funny because there's a part of me when I look at like club teams, when kids are playing it, it becomes your whole life that I think sometimes you forget about other interests. You just get lost in this one thing. And I was so burnt out the time I became a senior. I also lost my boyfriend to a drunk driving accident. And my whole world got rocked my senior year of high school. And 
I kind of was just one of those girls who was like, what do I do now? And I had no idea. College was kind of like, oh, I'll try it. And that's when I became a Hooters girl. I was like 18. I'm like, I'm going to start making money. <laughs> All the boys were coming back from Afghanistan. So we were like, hey, we'll, we'll make tips. And that's when I got introduced to wrestling. And at the time, I was a wonderlust. And then we were doing some like different kind of work, which brought us to L.A., and then we were cocktailing, but there was something still about the WWE that I felt so connected to. And they had a thing called Diva Search. So they were on the search. It's almost like Glow. I don't know if you yeah. guys watch yes. Glow on Netflix. Yeah. So it's exactly like that. So they were on the search for like female wrestlers. So when I saw that, I just, I don't know what it was. And I think this is when you know things are right. Something inside me was like, this is what you're meant to do. And that's when I pulled her with me to the audition. But the best part is we didn't even make it into Diva Search. They were like, yeah, you guys are what we're looking for. Uh -uh. And we were like, what? Now, granted, when we did show up, we weren't wearing makeup. Like, we were dressed as athletes, and everyone was kind of dressed as go-go dancers. So we were like, okay, we get it. <laughs> we're not what they're looking for. But we just kept pursuing it. And it was weird because when we flew to McDonough, Georgia, um, we got in the ring and we just, we were like, we're going to give everything we can. And yeah. I think our career, gosh, 13 years, but it took so many years to actually really become like big stars. Yeah. And I mean, you know, just to touch on what Bree said, when we were younger, we were very drawn to Hollywood and the entertainment industry. Um, but we were built like athletes and we were very athletic and our parents saw that and knew it would keep us out of trouble. And I remember even in elementary school, I'd always go try and do plays. Like I'd come back and be like, well, it's only this kind of time. And they're like, well, you have practice. You have to do this. You have to do that. And we were like that all the way through high school, like always craving to be in drama and just perform. And we do stuff in school, but we can never do it outside of school. And then for me, I just went straight with to college and wanted to play in the pro league. And when Brie brought WWE to me, I remember how I felt immediately. And it was funny because when we were working at Hooters, I would look at WWE once a month and I'd be like, they were in the attitude era and the girls were like making out and doing like brawn panty matches. And I was like, what is this? Like, yeah. I'm such a tomboy that it, I, I just wasn't appealed to it in that way until she brought Diva Search and the girls started to really wrestle. And I was like, wait, they like it to act and they get to be athletic. This is great. But I, I mean, we worked at the Sky Bar, Sushia. If you all know all those places on Sunset Plaza, just to get there, the hustle. And I always tell people, like, don't give up. Things don't happen overnight. Mm -mm. It took us 13 years in WWE just to become, you know, big WWE superstars, break barriers for women. But I think what it took us, I mean, I so mean, many years to just get to that diva search point. Yeah. And we just didn't give up. And people will tell you that. You guys know. Especially family, when you move to L.A., they're like... Everyone's trying to make it. Everyone mm -hmm. wants to be someone and you just can't stop. Well, it's so interesting because Jason talks a lot about um, he has this whole YouTube series and he talks a lot about breaking blueprints of what you think you're supposed to do and how like your family might see you doing it a certain way. And I think that's an old school way of thinking. And now, you know, there's so many people out there that are going after their dreams and pursuing things and having that um, different mentality. And Jason always talks about breaking that blueprint and doing things that aren't like you know, what you're supposed to be doing. And I think yeah. that sounds like that's how people get these opportunities like you two to do things that right. are just not like zero point what zero one percent of people yeah. can actually do these kinds of things. And it's because nobody really takes those risks. So have you always been like that in life, just like risk takers and like you knew you were just going to do something different in life? Oh, yeah. Nicole and I 
always were the types who just were like, what's the worst thing that could happen? We mm-hmm. fail. Like, we failed a lot. And so we just start over. We were never scared to start over. And we were never scared well, to... Well, let's say what we'd really say. We'd be like, can can we get spanked or grounded? Spanked <laughs> as in, like, from our dad. Yeah. <laughs> but we would and, literally say that. Would it be worse than any of that? Yeah. No? Right. Then let's try let's it. Try Why it. not? <laughs> and, you know, it's funny when you talk about the blueprint because... When Nicole and I joined WWE, we actually got, in wrestling terms, a lot of heat when we started because we didn't come from the independence. We didn't come from the blueprint of wrestling. And a lot of people were like, wait, when you were like 10 years old, you didn't dream to be a wrestler? And I was like, I was like in soccer. We didn't even get to watch TV. All our parents cared about is like winning championships, going from state to state, playing ball. Like it was different. And um we always tell people this all the time, like at any time you can have a dream or you can fall in love with something. Like what I fell in love with, with wrestling at 21 years old, I'm 36 at 40 years old. I might fall in love with something else that I didn't even realize I loved. And I think that's what I love about people when they say, don't go with the blueprint because you don't know what's like made for you. Yeah. And for us, the wrestling ring was made for us, but at 15 or 10 years old, Mm -hmm. we probably wouldn't have believed you. Well, and our personalities too, like we get a good laugh at trying something. And even if we fail and we're terrible at it, we turn into like a really good laugh over having wine. Like I can't even believe I thought I could dance like that or I could do this or whatever it may be. But Brie and I, I guess we never have had like shame. We've never felt embarrassed in a way of like, you know, so what? And we've experienced some really cool stuff throughout our lives because we've just taken those chances. And I wish more people would do it because they would realize like they either get a good laugh at something they're terrible at or they find something that they didn't think they were passionate about and now they're passionate mm-hmm. and they can make it successful. And what I think is so cool about all three of you, Caitlin, Nikki, Bree, in different ways, you guys have all found a way to really like empower women and, and break into this mold, whether it's via reality TV, but having a message and just driving it. And what's interesting about you guys is, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but it's my understanding really before you got too involved, WWE was a huge male-driven industry. And you guys, you broke that blueprint, right? You, you increased female viewership and kind of completely detoured the vision of the sport. So, you know, what was that like? Oh, it gives me goosebumps me even saying that. Because, I, it just gives me goosebumps yeah. too, just hearing him say that to you. I can't even imagine feeling it. Um, because Nicole and I just think of like how much blood, sweat, and tears went into that journey and how many women before us and even during our time and even present day keep striving to be considered equal to the men. But what was so weird for Nicole and I compared to really any other superstars is we saw the locker room where men were just everything and women didn't even think they can compete to then see it change. And what we realized, like, to make it truly change is women had to connect and come together. Instead of pulling each other down and trying to take each other's spots and talk bad behind each other's backs, all the women had to look at each other in the locker room and be like, so are we going to all connect and do this together mm-hmm. and show up everyone? And we definitely, like, Total Divas changed it all. They allowed the mainstream world to really look at female wrestlers and just be like, wow, they work as hard as the boys, but they don't get the credit. Yeah. Well, and and I think, too, Bree and I, when we got there, and I think from being bullied and not being a part of this blueprint and just in the beginning being kind of outcasted, I remember just looking around and wanting something more for women. And... I can't tell you how many times we heard no's and like we're just broken down and it didn't stop us. It actually 
gave me such fire inside to turn every no into a yes. And I was like, I am not going to stop till things change. And it took 13 years. And I mean, 13 years of good times, bad times, times that I'm like, I don't know if I can make this a lot of tears. Um, it's a but long it's time like to go through that. Yeah. And isn't it crazy? Once you have that mindset, it's like you're unstoppable. It's like I could only imagine the women back in the day when they wanted to vote. It was like, no, we're going to get to this place where we're going to vote. And that's how we felt with like the women in wrestling. It's like, no, they're going to finally get respected. And we still have a ways to go, but we finally got there. And reality TV definitely helped because we needed more eyes and we needed more women. Yes. And that's what it brought. And we started having more women come to the shows, which then started to show the higher ups like, okay, wait. There is something here. It's like, yeah, yeah dad. <laughs> it is. It's super empowering. I've been to a couple shows and we, we've been, and oh, we yeah. love it. We get like, fired up. Yay. We're jumping around. It's so, <laughs> it's so fun. It, it is empowering and I love it because I also talked to um, Nat. Yeah, Natty. Nat. So she's from um, a small town like two hours from where I'm from in Canada. And so we talked and we kind of talked about that same thing about how you can make it empowering and coming together and feeling strong. And, and I'm sure... and this is coming from her, so I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but growing up where you you are built more as an athlete and how now in the times we're in, that's like a strong, beautiful, badass yes. thing to be. Oh, oh my so gosh. True. We were like, finally, because I remember growing up, I'd only look like one of the main women I look up to is JLo because she was like the first one embraced for her natural curve and then just being Latinas. But everything was so not about being, you know, strong. It was like, oh, you're masculine or you're butch. And so when that started to change, we all, all of us girls with thick thighs were like, damn, it's about freaking time. <laughs> well, and I think too, like, <laughs> um, Nicole and I, because we, you know, with playing soccer, gosh, we were in middle school when the women won the World Cup. Yeah. But it was like the first time when you saw Mia Ham do a commercial with Michael Jordan. And it was like anything... You, you could do, I could do better. And I remember that was so inspiring to us. Or Carla Overbeck took off her shirt and she's wearing a sports bra. But um, like, Brandy Chastain. Or Brandy Chastain. Yeah. But the whole world was like, <gasps> how dare she? As if she showed her titties, but it was like, she's in a sports bra. She just scored the winning goal. Yeah. What? But um, without fakies, too. Without like fakies. Yeah. Like no I mean, she had THO, but oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I think all those little things and those women athletes inspired us so much. And we knew that something could be conquered at WWE, but it's so crazy because Natty was one of the people who taught us how to wrestle. Like she was someone we started in developmental with. And we were like, listen, we'll teach you how to dress. You yeah. teach us how to wrestle. And this yeah. is going to be the best partnership. That's, yeah, and to this she day, came from a long line of wrestlers. Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, like, legendary. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, who, who, yeah. who is her dad? Oh, the Hart family. Yeah. The oh, Hart really? family. Oh, Jim wow. Neidhart was her father. Brett, Brett Hart is her uncle. Owen oh, was her uncle. Wow. Um, Stu Hart, her grandfather. She's one of the only females that has actually learned how to train in the dungeon, which is iconic in the wrestling industry. I mean, she's as legit as they come as far as wrestling blood and board into this industry. Yeah. It was interesting to talk yeah. to her. She's from Calgary. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you started that career and then they made a TV show out of it, obviously, which became total divas, right? Yes. Which, okay. So you did that and then you went into your own show called total Bellas. Yeah. And, um, we have a new cast member who's my now fiance. Yes. <laughs> um, Artem. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> We've been on a roller coaster ride and um, it's crazy because we caught a lot of that. And then I start to like, it's funny because every season I watch, because Brie and I are very real. We just throw everything out there and we're like, screw it. Like, this is how you can be a good reality star. Like, you can't hold back. 
And then I watch myself every season. I'm like, damn, maybe I need more therapy. But I'm the type of girl who I'll get buzzed and I'll be like, let's have a barbecue tomorrow. I'll text everyone. All of a sudden, the next day I wake up and I'm like, wait, I'm having a party here today. Like, I don't want to. Like, can I cancel? I do it all the time. And I do that in like relationships. Like, Artem got cut from dance stars. I'm like, move in. And then I start to just get hot and like, wait, is this bad? And I got that way with the engagement and just things moved really fast, but we fell in love really fast. Poor Artem. Like, I'm so hot and cold. I was watching myself and I'm like, damn, I feel so bad for him. I just, I know what I want every other day. So you, it changes. You sound like um, me. Actually, you both tell me, yeah. like me a little bit. But that's because you guys met on Dancing with the Stars. He was your partner on Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah. And how long ago was that? Season 25. So yeah, it's been like two years. And Artem and I, so we danced and I was engaged. And then we became such good friends. And like doing that show, you have the most incredible journey with everyone who's there. And I think, too, for me, it was the first time I had to really depend on someone because I go out to the ring and I fight on my own. In the soccer field, you have to depend on me. (laughs) But it's different. Like, I had to go out there and dance and get judged. World, like, across the nation. I feel like I judge you in a lot of things. Yeah, but judging dance (laughs) in a little outfit is way worse. (laughs) Trying to samba your ass off with purple lipstick, it's just not me. (laughs) But um, I was just like, damn. Um... But so we, you know, we had built such a great friendship. And then, you know, you go after the show. And what's crazy is you don't really see these people anymore. That's just it. And so I had my ups and downs in my relationship. And then when we broke up was the first time I heard from Artem. He gave it a few weeks. I feel like someone told him, like, don't hit her up all quick. Right. And he was like, hey, reaching out, seeing if you're okay. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. You know, whatever. And then he asked me out on a date shortly after. And I was like, no. Sorry, you're not going to be the first guy I'm seen with because yeah. it's going to bring up, you know, that dancing with the star stuff oh, and it, yes. all that stuff really grossed me out. Like yeah. even still, I mean, now I'm I'm fine. But in the beginning, when people are like, oh, the partners, I'm like, oh, vomit. Everybody like, loves not that, that little, you know, the, the backstory of the what totally. happens behind the scenes. Everyone loves that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I hated that. But mm. we ended up going on a first date to the farmer's market and then just couldn't get enough. Like it's crazy. It ha- well, it's I feel like fast. when you when you guys do dancing with the stars, like you are spending so much time with that person. They are seeing the good, bad, and the ugly, and so I feel like by the end of it, you probably know each other pretty well. That th- so w- what you're saying is, um, you know, you're like hot and cold, or d- he's probably like classic. Like, does totally. he kind of understand that's who you are? Yeah, and I think that's the thing that was so crazy when we got together was. I almost know him better than anyone. I mean, except my ex, because we were together for so long, and Brie. But like, out of any other guy that I've been in a relationship with, I have not known someone that well, because we were together like 10 hours, eight hours every day. And so starting to date that way was really good. But then it, it was just funny because we called each other out on a lot of things we understood. And then, though, know, you would see a certain different side, especially once you get intimate. You know, sex is amazing, but then it brings this whole other thing into it. But yeah, he I feel bad. He totally gets me and puts up with me. But don't feel bad because that's <laughs> you and you need right. someone to, to find somebody like that. Do you feel like you put up with me? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that means we're, we're keepers. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> you know, my no, husband, he puts up with me. I think, you know, what I see a lot of common similarities is like Nikki with your sister and your partner is like, there's a lot of balance, right? It seems like yeah. you're not the same. You have opposites. And I think that goes the same with Caitlin and I, as we have a lot where our personalities are totally different. The way we approach things are A to Z, but we balance each other so well. And I, I see like there's a lot of commonalities there. I love that. It's love so that. true because Artem and I are so opposite and you see that on Total Bellas this season. I can't believe I'm with a Russian ballroom dancer. Like I'm a fighter. Like yes. I'm such an aggressive woman and I am with such a romantic, sweet soul. And I think if I never got to know him, I probably would have never said yes going on a date. But we do balance each other out. I feel like he was the link that I needed in my life. Like he lets me be the bull and he's just the, what's the guy called? The Toro who just lays the, the little flag down. Was that a the good analogy? The, not really. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not following, We're, but I kind of am, and I don't know you why. You know, I'm like, I don't know. He doesn't kill me in the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The Olay? The Olay. He's the Olay guy. The guy she with let, the red flag? Yeah, but he doesn't use the flag on me. He just lets me be the bull. I don't know. That was a bad analogy. So but you guys get it. No, I get it. Yeah, so I got it? It. while we're on like your dating history, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. So I oh have boy. to ask. Um, so, okay, this is a really funny story and you, you will definitely not remember any of this, but there was a WWE event in Seattle, Washington. Oh, I and I was, I had to bring it up. We're front row. And I was like kind of chirping as you came out and you had your shirt on and you threw it at my face. And I kind of commented on one of your photos. It was right after the show ended. Oh, yeah. And, and I said something about like, you just threw that in my face. You're like, sorry, sweetie, or whatever. And my buddies are chirping me. They're like, first of all, how did you get this girl's attention? Second of all, John Cena is going to absolutely kill you. But I'm, I'm moving on to the <laughs> next part of it. So I was like, like, oh, what's going on with Nikki? And I saw that you went on it. And if, if you don't want to go there, we don't have to. I saw you went on a date with Peter Krause, I believe, oh, from yeah. The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh my God. And if we're podcasting, I got to ask how that went. Are you jealous? Um, <laughs> I was jealous. You know, this was, this was pre-Caitlin, but uh, I was, I was laughing. I was like, oh, Peter got that the date, so but I didn't get it. funny. <laughs> so um, when they came to me and said like, hey, would you go on a date with Peter? I didn't know Peter. And my breakup was still kind of, I mean, for me, new. But I was like, okay, maybe this is what I need. And then they're like, well, you know, we have to film it. From beginning, I'm poor guy. But then I also felt bad for myself. Because I'm like, I have to meet him on camera and do the whole date. Um, he was very romantic, said all the right things. Um, I had a great time, but it was weird. You know when you can connect with someone off the bat? Like, it's either friendship or, like, like I felt the friendship. And we had a lot of fun. We got drunk. Like, I mean, <laughs> I just felt smashed. so drunk on camera. But I felt bad because when we went in for the kiss, they kind of edited it backwards. But I like kind of not screamed no, but it kind of scared me too because I wasn't expecting. <laughs> like I was like looking away and then I got like just hit with like someone trying to kiss me. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, wait, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and my producer immediately was like, I swear it wasn't me because I like looked at him like, are you playing me? But um, we talked for a little bit after that, but I never saw him again, right? No, and he sent you that sweet gift. He did. He sent me black licorice with like a cute Paris book. We love I love black, black licorice in Paris. Um, he, like very romantic guy. He seems like he'd be an amazing catch for someone. Just wasn't right for me, but... Um, <laughs> I've never met him, so I just... But I figured yeah, I had he was super sweet. I mean, and so many girls like... Even the girls that were working were like, oh my gosh, Peter. Oh, yeah, girls. And all my Peter. friends were texting me, like, 
Peter, even, even my, my husband mom. was like, wow, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> great looking dude. It's really cool. I'm, like, I'm surprised he hasn't found someone or he's not married. I think he's still waiting to be the bachelor. Yeah, I think we'll find him on another spinoff show. I, I asked him about that and he was like, not for me. And I was like, yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, see, but he I, should do it. Yeah, he should. I like when people own it. You said you've always been drawn to Hollywood and always wanted to yeah. do it. Like, why is that? That's not a bad thing. And you went after no. it. No. Who cares? Like, exactly. I think it's great. Do you guys still enjoy the process of recording? Or are you like, this is getting a lot now with relationships and family? Or do you love it? So it's it's weird. We, there we was, go I on was, and off. <laughs> but you definitely have those moments where you're just like, why, why am I doing this? Like, I'm so over it you just your insights can't take it anymore but Bree and I from day one we've always said like let's be real because people out there relate so much to us and always be relatable just give them our truth and we constantly especially have women but women and men come up to us and are always just like thank you for sharing this because I thought I was alone and to see you go through it you helped me get through it and so we always give each other pep talks when we're like falling like hey Think the Bella Army. Think the people that you're touching, that you're helping. Right. So that helps because there are times. Yeah. And we had a new team this season and um, they were so amazing. And we felt like we needed that, a refresh. And I think when people saw the first episode, they were like, whoa, this is like a way different show. It's revamped. And and our attitudes were different. We just, we kind of went in it with like a a better mindset. Yeah. I can't wait though to see my reaction because as of now, I'm going to give birth on camera. And we will see wait, how that goes. Wait, explain this to me. You haven't yet. No. Have, so okay, I'm, I'm like, wait, how far yeah, are you right now? I'm due in August. Okay. That so, was confusing how oh, she sorry. said it. I, I know. That's, yeah. Okay. I haven't yet, but I said I would. Yes. Okay. So they, so I'm like signed up for that. Yes. But, but in the moment you'll probably did be it, like, what the hell was I thinking? And then after you'll be so happy you did it. That's true. Well, I had my doula film mine. Yeah. She sent them all the footage without, I didn't look at it. They were like, well, Brie, the camera was on your vagina. She was so zoomed in. <laughs> she didn't understand. Like, but you know, what the doula, full ambiance. A doula's thinking, right? Like, let's wait for the head let's to come out. Let's do like sex ed, what we watch in class. <laughs> right, right. So the whole crew, poor them. So oh, the vagina. That. No one see a vagina in labor. No, I took her leg and it was terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, we definitely got a lot of shots of me being in labor in like a bath and, you know, other positions. But, but this is also great because I mean marriage struggles, families, sister relationships, like all everything that you guys are doing and being real about are things that people can all relate to. There's not one marriage out there that will not struggle or go through something, you know. Right. So it's it's I like when people are, I like to say brave to, to do that because it's good for everybody to be able to sit back and watch that and know that they're not alone. And as of the birthing, I have to tell you, my sister went into labor and I was there and I had this image of myself being this total gangster badass holding her legs up and like, <laughs> yeah, like talking her through it and being able to like experience this miracle of life. And the second like, she was in labor for like 46 hours and like oh. before pushing and she was just losing her mind and I was getting bored. I'm like, let's let's go. And as soon as she looked at me, she's like, I feel like I have to start pushing. I like just froze. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> and I went completely white. I had to leave the room. <laughs> I was like distracted her and she's been like what happened to our plan and I couldn't do yeah. it so 
Good for you. Mothers are heroes. I I was chanting to 10. And I'm like, why am I chanting? I I don't even know why I was chanting. It was the one time through my whole process because she was with me the full 22 hours. Her and my husband. Holding that leg. I was exhausted. But when I was pushing, (laughs) and I pushed three hours until finally (laughs) I had to have an emergency C-section because Birdie was stuck in my birth canal. But her and Brian were screaming in my face. Chanting. <laughs> it was different. It was. We, we took it like a ball game. We were like, like come one, on, two. <laughs> and it, I wanted to scream like, "Shut the fuck okay. up!" Yeah, but totally. I felt bad because they were just like so <laughs> into it. We were, but, but be happy you didn't see it because what I saw happen to the vagina in that process, I have nightmares knowing that that's going to happen to me. <laughs> why did I take the leg? I, I told Brian after I was like, if anything, you should have taken like, you don't have a vagina. I have a vagina and that hurt me. There was one point I almost fainted because when they were doing the ripping, Oh, uh, I mean, I, I, I just it. looked at it like that's, I can't even believe it all I'm, goes back. So you that's know. what I heard. It okay. all goes back. I, I don't know if I was going to ask or not, but I, in my head, I'm like, does it go back? Oh, it ask does? her anything oh, you want about it. Oh. So it's really funny because so I ended up, even though she got sick in my birth canal, my vagina still went through all the trauma. Yeah. And so, and then I had emergency C-section. And I'll never forget, I was laying on the bed and one of the nurses comes in and she goes, you're so swollen. I go, I know my face. I, I don't know why. She goes, no, not your face, your vagina. And I was like, what? So I waddled to the, uh, the bathroom and she had me bend over and I'm staring. And I like freaked out. I was like, this Let's isn't, this, is this goes back. Yeah. She goes, two weeks, it's all normal. Oh. And sure it enough, looked- after crazy. after two weeks, it was it didn't that, it was like a hot dog with a with buns. Stop. Well, <laughs> this is where I just, start. Everything's so yeah. swollen. I mean, yeah, it, there it's you go. Swollen. So if you want kids, <laughs> don't oh take the leg. I told Artem, you're not going anywhere waist down. You could kick it in the back, but you're not looking at that because we're gonna still have oral sex the rest of our lives. <laughs> And you're not going to think any other thoughts. I, I have oral sex still. So my I husband was going to ask, okay, so you've been there and he was down there and it still happens for you. So totally. But he, he's like an earthy tree hugger. I feel like he, they saw, <laughs> he looked at it at such a different thing. Yeah. I mean, he loves bushes, so it's different. Like outdoor bushes or no, my your bush? bush? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I got I got a question. While we're on this discussion, do you think like, we're talking about bushes? This is the good stuff. No, this is right where I'm going with it. Okay. Is like so some of these details and stuff. And you're obviously you two are like wide open talking about anything. Caitlin's yeah. the same way. I'm, exactly. I'm wondering in your like relationships or with family, do you guys ever have issues when this stuff comes up? When your your partners are like, "What the fuck are you talking about? How are you bringing that up right now? Does this come up in your relationships oh, all the time? All the time. So. <laughs> We are with men who like to be private. That's very private and conservative. (laughs) Yeah. Artem, so we had him, I'm poor guy. So this Wednesday, our podcast, I called him (laughs) out for not having oral sex with me anymore. And I go, I see how you stare at my (laughs) vagina and how it looks. And it's because I have like this mohawk that starts because I did laser weight for so long. It's a weird, it's an upside down. But it starts at the lips and goes to like the butt crack. Like it's so funky. And I feel bad for him. (laughs) And I told him, I'm going to fix it. But I call him out. His face is so bright red. And he's he, like, are we really talking about this? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm calling like you out. I'm sliding over here. I'm turning And red. then I made Nicole show me in front of him. Because I was like, it's my twin. Right. I'm like, show me. Like, what? Like, you don't have a bush. on. You don't have hair on your box. Like, I didn't get it. <laughs> so she showed me. And I was so disgusted. And Arden was sitting there like, you just showed your vagina to your sister in front of me. 
as we're like, recording please, the we podcast. We shared a womb. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're good. We are born naked and together. And then my husband walks in and I go, Brian, Nicole's the grossest. Brush. I didn't show him. <laughs> And Arden was had to leave. He was just he like, had to leave. This so is, this happens a lot. He just me always so goes so happy, wow. and I feel yeah. not so alone because I am the exact same way. And Jason is so private, and I will talk about anything with my family. We will go there. I would have done the same thing with my sister. And Jason gets absolutely mortified by how <laughs> open so I am about awesome. that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I have to read my audience. Like if I'm around my family or his, and be like, oh no, we don't go there, Caitlin. We don't do that. The one, yeah, thing, the- we're the same. Yeah, yeah, the thing I've learned from it for sure, because I used to be, I was a corporate banker, very like polished, politically correct. And the one thing I've taken away from it is that the silver lining is when you are open and you share some of this stuff, what you realize is that every damn person is going through the same exact thing. And you're now I mean, empowering people to say, it's okay. You know, we're, we're allowed to fall on our face. We're allowed to have embarrassing we're moments. Have we're bushes. people. Yeah, we're allowed. Exactly. You know, and we can talk about it and own it. <laughs> right? You right. know, every girl from Laser is going to be like, yeah. Everyone? So, and we right? did. Yeah. We you just think. Yeah. I'm seeing the same exactly. thing. So like, just wait, because pregnancy, you just don't know where it will grow. And it's been very eye-opening for me. And But when things happen, I'm in the best place right now because I get to go, well, I'm carrying your child. So, oh, that's a good one. I, the best not, I cannot do that. It's funny because... Brian will always be like, you know, my mom listens and he always gets upset at like my mom goes on social media. Yeah, that's Brian. Yeah. And so we did this thing like we did a big um, do you like Bush or no Bush? We did a debate on it. And it was actually pretty 50 50. Well, we went to Disneyland and Mm -hmm. Brian's aunt, who's very conservative in her 60s, right? In her 60s came and she leans over and she goes, Brie, I voted Bush (laughs) and Brian's face. (laughs) And I was like, see, Brian, you don't, you think your family's real conservative, but, and he could all, like, he talked about it for weeks. He's like, I cannot believe my aunts heard the episode. See? And, and like, she voted. felt safe <laughs> enough with you guys to talk about her bush. That makes me really happy. I've, I cannot imagine your, your family <laughs> talking about that. I was going to I certainly don't want to do a one up thing, but it got to my, <laughs> it got to my grandfather that the first time Caitlin and I hooked up, she was on her period and therefore we dry humped. And as a result of that, she had an orgasm and that, and that's how she knew we would be a good fit. And, and then, then I had the a, and then I had a booger in my nose and he picked it. So I'm talking on my podcast about this and I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, yeah, mom, my period so we were dry humping I had an orgasm so I knew he was the one and then he picked my booger and we fell in love and that ended up as like a headline um, for media outlets about this podcast Jason was still in corporate banking his boss was like "Um, have you googled your name and then his grandpa was like I'm getting emails about this this podcast and I'm like (laughs) am I welcome into the family or (laughs) I have a Jewish Jewish family and a Catholic family of course this story has to go to my Jewish grandfather who's like you know Amazing. the moral surgeon brain in the family is like what the hell is wrong with my grandson it's <laughs> like, you know what me. yeah you forget right in those moments when we talk about I never think of the family members until when you're around and so mentions it and then 
I do get a little moment of like, oh shit. And then I'm like, whatever, they do it too. But that's I know. Because you have to be who you are. And that's why people you tune do. in. And that's how people know you as being, you know, raw and authentic. And that's why people love you. So it's like, you can't change who you are. But uh, also it's, it's I, I do the same thing where sometimes his mom will be like, well, I heard that one on the podcast of you and Jason. And I was like, oh my gosh, I talked about having sex with her son. I was like, <laughs> like I will go there about anything. And it just, like you can't change who you are though and, and they still love you me. can't and, and taking the yeah. whole conversation full circle at the end of the day everyone is having sex with their partner and what's wrong with a story about two consensual people hooking up with their clothes on like when you put it in perspective who cares yeah. right so, right yeah it's all about i 100 agree yeah and, and, and dry you know, sex is great and you know your grandpa so underrated and it is so <laughs> underrated needs to come back you know your grandpa <laughs> Has had that experience. He was like in his head, like, well, this one time. Yeah, but grandparents then, are still trying to get used to the whole public thing. That's true. They're very private people. That's right. Talking that's about true. Public, yeah. That's true. I am. I have accepted the fact like my parents uh, at this point, they, you know, they, they just knew when I went on reality TV, they're like, she'll say and do anything. You're meant to be on reality <laughs> TV where your family was like, how did this what happen? The hell? We never yeah. saw this coming. Damn it. You're my kind of people. Like when I talk to you like Aww. this or when I see you guys on TV, I'm like. Yes, those are my kind of women. And I just, I, I really it. enjoy talking to you both. Um, did you have anything more? The only, I know we're wrapping it up. The only thing I'm, I'm curious of is like, what do you, what is the one thing you could attribute to how you guys kind of broke through and created what you did in the WWE to become Hall of Famers? You have the memoir, you have a TV show, you know, it, it, it all happened quickly, right? In the last 10 years, it's 10, 15 years for you guys. It's been A to Z. If you had to attribute it to one thing that someone could take away from this, what would it be? My mom always told us growing up, very young age, and she says it every day to us, is um, live with no regrets. And that always like really just held like special place in my heart. So um, everything we I do, I do it with no regrets because I don't ever want to live a life where it was like, if I just did that or if I just went and tried or if I don't want to do if I don't want to be by a vineyard having my wine thinking about the ifs. I want to be by a vineyard having my wine thinking about all the memories. So I just yeah. I live with no regrets. And, and for me, it's whatever you do, be authentic and passionate and don't define your success with dollar signs find out your own definition and stick to that because I wanted to be a badass female I wanted to be a woman that was going to make men shiver in a great way and break barriers and be a badass and I found an industry that came to me and I never stopped till I did. And so, and everything I've done and breed too, I've been authentic to my fans, to my brands, to whatever I promote, anything I do, it's passion and it's authenticity. That's so important. That's like yeah. my number one thing. I always tell myself too, that's the day I came off that show. I was like, how do I stay true to myself and build something off of that? Because that's the way yeah. it's going to last and that's what's going to keep you happy and that's what's going to empower others. So so true yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah you awesome. ladies are my favorite thank you so much for podcasting with us and good luck to you with everything that you're doing thank, thank you, you. warning things are about to get intense i mean Bree and i are talking like that intense moment when the room stops maybe time stops when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in, <laughs> in our eyes. 
Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. (laughs) Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to our segment, Dear Bellas, where we give Bella-style advice to our listeners. Because who needs Abby when you have two Bellas? (laughs) That's right. And here's today's question. Hi, Bellas. This is Pam. Um, I just want to say what a big fan I am. I just received your book. I'm so excited to read it. Thank you for being an advocate um, with your platform. I am also a survivor of rape and um, human trafficking. So that means a lot to me. Um, my question, kind of, um, we've been trying to get pregnant for years, me and my fiance, and we finally just got pregnant a few months ago. I was super excited, obviously. And then I ended up having a miscarriage and as happy I am as for everybody else that's getting pregnant, it breaks my heart. And like, I just want to know if you guys have any suggestions on, I don't know, self-care or how to feel better. And I know everyone says it'll happen when it happens, but it's just so hard to keep positive. Anyway, I love you. Thanks for your podcast and your shows. I watch it every week. Have a good day. Oh my goodness, Pam. (sighs) Wow. I don't even know where to begin. One, I wish I could just hug you and hold you right now. So know that we are sending so much love and light your way and giving you a virtual hug. You are so special and, and goodness so strong too. What a survivor. And thank you for reading our memoir incomparable. Um, I could just tell by your voice, you are like Brie and I, where we have become heroes of our own story. I am so incredibly sorry about your rapes and human trafficking. My goodness. Um, that's a whole different level that I couldn't even relate to because I just couldn't imagine that. And I'm so sorry. And I'm just so happy you're safe. Um, and your miscarriage. I am so, so sorry. And 
you know, we always try, right, to find the right words to say to like keep someone's spirit up or, you know, to make them happy. And and you're right. It's so much easier to say it than actually take it in and feel it because being so close to the end and like feeling my baby inside, I couldn't imagine losing that. I'll be honest. I couldn't. And so I can only kind of know what your pain would be like. And I've had friends that have had miscarriages and it breaks my heart. And I want you to know that I, I do feel in my heart that God does have a plan. I do truly feel that. And and I think you're going to be an amazing mom and that is going to come. And sometimes when I've dealt with pain, the childhood Brie and I had and being raped twice and just having other things happen in my life, I sometimes am like, why me? Like, why? And then I've realized that I have this inner strength where I can overcome things. And maybe this is why I'm that person because I'm here to teach, to lead, to inspire, to motivate And your voice to me just sounds so strong. So I feel like you are one of those women too, that these things have happened to you and you have this incredible story to tell that you can help other women who aren't as strong as you, but it doesn't take away your pain. Right. And I have to say too, Pam, you know, you're 100% right. You are allowed to be disappointed. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to question why me and you also have the right to know that after all the storms that we have seen, there's always a rainbow. And I do believe that's why they call the babies rainbow babies after they come from miscarriages because you're in the storm. But the storm will pass and your rainbow will come. And you know, one other thing, Pam, is that with my second baby, I Brian and I were trying for eight months and there's no worse feeling than keep seeing negative and the people around you keep getting pregnant and it always happens. It feels like, like it's easier for everyone else except yourself. And I swore up and down. I'm like, I'm hitting ovulation. The ovulation tests are saying I'm positive. Why are all my pregnancy tests saying negative? And it was crazy because then I decided I only wanted one child. And I think I was just so disappointed of every month seeing the negative that I was like, I meant to have one. And then bam, I got pregnant, which I was shocked about. And even with Birdie, Birdie took a little while too. And someone told me about acupuncture and I was like, okay, that's interesting, but there is a certain acupuncture and they actually do it with your hands of where they help you become fertile. And I am not kidding. I did acupuncture. I was pregnant. What? Two weeks later, Nicole, three weeks later. Yeah. But I do know how frustrating it is. It was so frustrating for me, but acupuncture really helped me. And I just, uh, I hope one day you see a positive test. And I think, you know, with self-care, acupuncture is a great start with self-care and definitely look into meditation. Deepak Chopra has been someone who has helped me. Some of the things that I love that he talks about for women that want to get pregnant, that are, he has all these fun like massaging oil stuff that you do and he tells you exactly what to get and stuff that you can do with your husband. So it's a very good self-care for not only you and your body and to be connected, then it also brings your husband involved. Artem and I have done some of them and it's just the connection that you need. And I think any type of self-care stuff that you do that brings you back to connect with your body, to still appreciate your body and what it can do. Um, So meditation, I know Brie and I talk about a lot and journaling, journal out all that pain, 
journal out the stuff that bother you, what people tell you, or that these other people are getting pregnant. Journal all that out so that leaves your body because you want, you know, our bodies are temple and it's a sacred place and you want all of that out so you can start making that baby again. And a vision board. We love vision boards. Yes. And people don't realize like it is such self-care when you're creating it because what you're going to do is you're going to light some incense or burn some oils or put on some meditation music. You're doing your whole vision board. And then it's weird because when you look at it every day, like you are taking such good care of yourself. It's weird the energy it puts around you and the place it puts you in. It's beautiful. I agree. Stay strong, stay positive. We are saying so many prayers for you. And I hope one day you call us back because you have had your baby. So we love you. And if you want a chance to hear from us, give us a call at 833-Q-Bellas. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. And a huge thank you to Caitlin and Jason for coming on the podcast. We wish you the best of luck in the future and with Dancing with the Stars. And remember, Bell Army, start that hashtag, give Artem a chance. Yes, and tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we just launched a new Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bellas Podcast, so make sure to follow us at the Bellas Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.